0: As Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and On YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com Call us on 275 888 Love Encounter Faith Walk
1: Ministries Amen I'm sure your coming here will not be in vain Because he's here And he's going to see you through whatever need you have Hallelujah Amen There is something the Lord is leading me to teach you today. Amen. And it's something that is not really preached much because uh, each and every one of us have been given our own callings and what we are supposed to do. Hallelujah. We are all not called to do the same thing. He said he made some apostles, he made some teachers, he made some prophets, he made some pastors. And he made some evangelists. Hallelujah. In fact, these are the fivefold ministries. And I'm, I believe that there are other ministries Paul may not have even talked about. Okay? For example, a ministry like those who sing, for example. No, it may not be a full-time ministry, but that's also a ministry. Hallelujah. That's why some of them, we call them ministers. Maybe I'll find them and teach about that. But because God called us on different levels and different operations, we have all been trained in a different way right, to come up to the same result. Hallelujah. So he made some teachers, those who are able to teach the gospel, tell you what to do, teach what you need to do when it comes to the things of God, we have pastors who are able to keep members, you know, out of love. You don't want to go astray. So when you fall today, they come and keep you on. Please keep pushing. You'll be fine and all that. You see, that's the work of a pastor. And we have the evangelists who, is, who go out there and preach the gospel and tell you to repent. Because the kingdom of God is at hand. So if you you are somebody who will be listening to evangelists, you see they talk about heaven a lot, right? They talk about hell a lot. They talk about you repenting from your sins. And many of them, sometimes they are very harsh in their words. I don't blame them because that's how God has made them. Because when they see you in your sins, they will rebuke you and tell you, Master, you are going to hell. But a pastor may not necessarily go that Though he will try and guide you, but the, the, the work of a pastor is supposed to make sure that you don't fall, you don't fail. After you have come to, to Christ, the work of, of the pastor is supposed to help you grow in the Lord. Hallelujah. So, you may fall today, the pastor will come. He, not that he dies what you are doing, but he will try and encourage you using the word of God so that he can keep you in the church, so that you can grow out of whatever thing you find yourself in. That's the work of a pastor. But evangelist is different. So if you are not careful, if you are called as an evangelist and you see the way a pastor is behaving, I think, so. Oh, this man, there, why don't you tell them to repent and how to do this? A pastor is supposed to help you repent. But you can't force it. After evangelists, when you go out, you want to make sure by false repentance. That's how God has made them. And you can't blame them for that because that's how they are. Hallelujah. It does not make them fake. It does not make them non-knowledgeable. That's how God has made them. Hallelujah. Now you come to a prophet, for example. A prophet is supposed to solve problems. He's assignment is to solve problems of the saints. Yesterday, I flipped my my radio in my car to one one of the radio stations and we're advertising a fetish priest that if you come, he can give you the ability to give birth. If you don't have a wife, if you have we don't have a husband. They can help you. If you are sick, they can help you. They can do all those things, and I believe that they can. Oh, you don't believe they can do it? They can, because they use satanic power to do those things, right? They use satanic power to solve problems. So if you go, they tell you, okay, this this is your problem. They act like pastors. Uh, like prophets. They can prophesy and say "Say tomorrow, when you're going to this place, this is going to happen. And it will happen exactly as it is. But they don't use the power of God. They use the power of Satan. Hallelujah. For this reason, God also, let's say, I won't say because of that that God, God created the prophets, but God has also propheted his prophets to solve some of these problems. The assignment is not to come and teach you to, to repent. Hallelujah. Even though they know, but it will surprise you that a prophet can be in your church for a whole month. He will never even say one one of his messages for you to repent. I don't blame him. That is not his assignment. His assignment is that after the saints have come in or even unbelievers, when both unbelievers and believers gather, it's a sign to solve your problem, to demonstrate the power of God, that through the power of God, you'll be able to repent. But they don't tell you straight away, which some of them do, based on what the Holy Spirit tells them to do at every given time. Because when it comes to the prophets, it's a purely spiritual business, purely Holy Spirit business. Hallelujah. So sometimes prophets may come, and today he will begin to rebuke everybody. Because he has been wired to do that. Because Holy Spirit has instructed him to do that. So prophets will come to the church. will call you and he'll begin to tell you things about you. You did this, you did that. Your great grandparents did this. For this reason why you have this and blah, blah, blah. It is God who has anointed them that way. And most times, not many have this gift. So in their operation, it can create a lot of problems. Hallelujah. But They are genuine. And that's why the devil has also appointed fetish priests to counter the prophet. Are you listening? Because the prophet is supposed to demonstrate the power of God through which you can repent. Through which you can have a good relationship with God. That's the work of a prophet. A prophet may not be able to preach eloquently like a teacher or a pastor will do. But before they even open the Bible, the Lord has opened their eyes to see something. So they don't even have the time to even preach. Listen, understand this. Any prophetic church you go, you go and you see, so the prophet, even when he's, he's preaching, he's preaching about things God can do because he is a prophet to solve problems. So if you come, you don't have a child, he'll help you pray, and for you to have a child, you are sick. That is what a prophet is supposed to do. Hallelujah. Then it comes to an apostle. Somebody who is an apostle. Apostle is someone the Lord has gifted him with different kinds of gifts. Including all the fivefold ministries. So an apostle can act as as an evangelist. Act as a pastor. Act like a a prophet. Like a teacher. (laughs) You see? He can operate in all that. That's why if you come to this church because I am an apostle, sometimes I don't always prophesy. Sunday if you come here, I'll preach, sometimes I' preach like an evangelist, but I'm not an evangelist. Hallelujah. Sometimes I can preach, and yesterday somebody called me and he said he's offended. And I said, "Bless is he who is not offended in me." <laughs> why? Because he said that, my message is too hard. Because he said I don't preach good news. You see? see? I don't preach good news. Because it's like every message I preach. is like I want people to stop sinning. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. that is, that's the evangelistic in me. That is at work. <laughs> Hallelujah. So yes sometimes I'll be hard. Yes. Because that's how God has wired me. And when the prophetic also comes, I'm supposed to solve problems and the Lord will open my eyes and I'll see things and I'll solve them because I've been called that way. Hallelujah. So somebody tells me, say, you don't preach good news, of course. Jesus did not only come with good news, so he also came with judgment. So if I want to tell you the good news Christ came to do and I don't tell you about the judgment for rejecting the good news, then I'm, I'm, I'm not helping you, am I? Hallelujah. The reason why I'm explaining some of these things to you is this. There's something I'm going to, the Lord is leading me to teach all of us. I'm, I'm sure many of our programs have been teaching them. But for the sake of those who are here, and I'm sure God has already scanned who, those who are here who needs to hear certain messages. Okay? So you may not hear it in a normal setting because of uh, what they have been called to do. For example, a teacher can tell you God can heal you, but he himself cannot even heal. Do you understand? No, because not that they, don't, they are not powerful. It's just because God has not anointed them to heal the sick. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes, yesterday I was sharing uh, something with someone and he came to my office and we were having a discussion and he talked about my radio program and he was shocked about you heard about the, the man without, without a testicle. Yeah. Who couldn't give birth. And the wife has been. uh wasn't able to deliver and all that. And we prayed live on radio. And the man had his testicles back. And he was able to impregnate the wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, this is. For, for us apostles, we don't only tell you what God is able to do; we demonstrate what God is able to do. I don't tell you, "Said Nyamibaya, to go home." We, feel, it, feel it, right before our eyes, we demonstrate to you to see what God is able to do. Hallelujah! But sometimes when we may go to a church where they, they, what they know is they know what is, God is able to do, but they have not been anointed to even solve the problem or to do it. That's why in a church, it's very important to have all these five people there. you should have at least a prophet in the church service. At least, if you have, it's a a church where there are teachers. You should at least have prophets in there. At least, have vandalists in there. So that the church will be complete and complete uh, and be made whole. Hallelujah. Now, what the Lord wants me to tell you is that because of what is happening here in Africa. If you go to Asia, some parts of Asia, if you go to a place like um, let's say India, you know, they, they believe in the power of witchcraft. You know, they do that, they believe in voodooism because it works for them. They believe in the, the, the God they serve, which is Hindu, or do they yes, Hindu. Because they know that when they are looking for a business to flourish and they go to their God, their God through satanic means is able to do those things for them. So they believe in that. They believe in sorcery. They believe in divination because that is what their nation is all about. Hallelujah. They don't worship the God that we serve. Okay? For them, they serve a God that they see. For us, we serve a God that we do not see. It looks like we are very, very, very foolish and stupid to serve somebody we do not know. Hallelujah. And that's the foolishness of the gospel, actually. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if you come to Africa, too, Africa, we also have a peculiar issue. Peculiar issue. Africans are worshippers, we like to worship idols. And we do witchcraft, voodoo. We also believe in that. Hallelujah. Even the people of Israel in, back in the day during Moses time, Joshua time, got to a point where they started worshipping idols. Because they wanted to serve a God their eye can see. Hallelujah. I do you know why they want to worship idols because when you go to the idol idol worshiper you go to visit those idols and the shrines whatever they tell you said so they want to solve your problem for you i can assure you it's sharp it's fast there are no delays okay you get the money tomorrow somebody will give you money you get the money do you know sometimes when you curse the curse comes the, uh, comes quickly than when you bless. <laughs> you curse somebody, you tomorrow you die. The person will die tomorrow. But you say you are blessed. It might take five years. Not blessing. You, know, you have not even seen the blessing. <laughs> so that explains why some of these people are very quick to go to places because they want their answers very quickly. Sharp, sharp. Hallelujah. But when it comes to God, it says, my ways are not your ways. Neither my thoughts are your thoughts. So, with God, God can say, oh, I'm going to bless you. But normally, he doesn't tell you how he's going to bless you. God says, I'll bless you, but he won't tell you because of this and that. No. He won't even tell you when he's going to start and when he's going to end. He will not even tell the process of which he's going to bless you. He doesn't i'll bless you keep believing and you are waiting yeah some of you come here the way the witches are harassing us you wish daddy can die tomorrow but they don't die eh? you too you, you use your spiritual weapons pay 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 pay. but still they don't die why because the, your pay you, you have to. but the, the answer is determined by god god can decide to well, let me slow down and he will do it hallelujah but let me tell you something which one would you prefer when the answers are slow or when the answers are fast fast isn't it so why are you here (laughs) because here i can say i can tell you for a fact that bible says that prophets we see in part and we know in part so it means that i can't solve all your problems in one day however Today, whatever God wants to deal with, he will reveal. And once he reveals, he solves. Hallelujah. That's sometimes you get an instant miracle, instant healing. But some of you also come and you get progressive healing. The same problem, somebody came here with an eye problem. The person couldn't see in one, one eye. The eye was, was able to open immediately. But somebody is also here having the same problem. He's been here for like a year. that's God can't understand him hallelujah but the danger is this if you want to have you are so desperate to get your answer you end up going to the wrong places somebody didn't hear me when you are very desperate to get out of your financial problems get out of this situation you may end up going to places That will give you an instant miracle, an instant solution, but the result is deadly. Hallelujah. And God has said that if you bow to any other God, I will do what? Curse you. And he demonstrated that to the people of Israel. He told them uh, because you bow to this God, I'll make your land desolate. Because you have done this. You are cursed with all the curses. And the people of Israel, they are God's own people. But God didn't let them have an easy life. Yes. Why? Because they went to bow to idols. Hallelujah. Now in Africa here, because we have been into idol worshipping, Our families, our roots are into idol worshipping. And even up to this day, we are still worshipping idols. Even though some of them you don't see the idol before you. But I can assure you, say your family are still practicing some of these things that you don't even know. So it puts a snare on the nation. Because any, every background of any individual has some form of sorcery, witchcraft, divination, enchantment, talismanism, voodooism in their families. Hallelujah. And if I don't tell you, I'm teaching you this because of I'm called to solve problems. Hallelujah. And if I'm solving your problem, I have to know the genesis the foundation of your problem so that I'll be able to uproot. (laughs) Hallelujah. If I cut it in the surface, it will germinate again and grow. And when it grows, come worse. Hallelujah. That's why the, the gift of word of knowledge and word of wisdom is very important. At least we're able to tell you what should have happened and what happened in the past and why your life is what it is now. Hallelujah. So many of us, we don't understand our lives. And the reason why we can't understand ourselves is that there's things that are fighting against us that our eyes cannot see. Hallelujah. when you who the because your eye cannot see those things you are walking blind but you don't even know hallelujah and one thing you have to also understand is that there are spiritual sides of everything and there are physical sides of everything hallelujah let me tell you something in Africa because you are worshippers. You're able to worship a stone. eh? You're able to have a carved image. And you call that carved image your God. (laughs) You see? It means that if you find the true God, you really serve him well. In spirit and in truth. Because you understand spiritual things. Hallelujah. And that's why the whole world is trying to build a secular society. Devoid of spirituality. And we will fail. Hallelujah. We will fail. Because everything that happens in the natural had already happened in the spirit. That's why we are able to predict what is, what is about to happen. Why? Because we have already seen this has been already been arranged and predestined to happen because the spirit rules the natural. Hallelujah. So if you want to win your battles, you need to always be able to win from the spirit if not you will never win hallelujah so in Africa here let me tell you something the devil does not want you to become a worshiper somebody didn't understand me you see the devil does not want you to serve God so I can say that his headquarters is in Africa (laughs) yes because eh all the problems, the poverty, the trouble we find ourselves in, with all the gold that we have, with all the minerals we have, we are not able to break forth in this life. Why? Because there is massive resistance here against you. Hallelujah. Because those in the West, I don't blame them. Because the devil has also structured the Western system in a way that is making them godless so that you you go to hell without even knowing that was a deceiver eh? because when things are good when money is available when your house has been taken care of where you don't have to africa you have to find find land and build your own house where in their state the government has already provided and the council can give you a place to stay, right? If you're looking for a job, you get it. So what you are coming here to pray for, somebody's government has already given to them. Why would they need God? Tell me. That's why if you come here worshiping God because of material things, we're prayer. We you cannot come to God because you want to get material things. God is a God that we have never seen. Hallelujah. Because this world, the world will definitely pass away. So when the devil wants to focus on something that is temporal, something that will pass away, means he's deceiving you. Because when everything is okay with you and sometimes I tell people that Africa is good that we are poor. People don't understand. Some people are insulting me. Do you know why? Because it's through the poverty that we have come close to God. That's why somebody can just say, say, Africans, we are foolish. So The time we are supposed to work, we are not working and we are in church. Look at today; today's Wednesday. Somebody should have, you should have been at work right now. Why are you here? Somebody will be out there insulting you that you are in the house of God. Each of you working, how can you not be poor? Let me tell you, Africa, we can have all the work in this Africa here. We will still be poor. Because the sorcery and the witchcraft and the satanism is too much. How can God bless you? Hallelujah. And sometimes, eh, and that's why in First in, in John 2, verse 15 and 16, i say, all oh, that is in this world, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, the lust of the eye, or there yeah, they don't come from me. They come from the devil. All the good things that you see here, they will all pass away. And when they pass away, your spirit that will not die is coming to God. And when you go and you die and you go and meet God, what are you going to tell God? Father, I didn't have time to come to church. I didn't have time because I was working. You become like Adam. When he disobeyed God, it's the woman you gave me. And the woman, why did he disobey? Oh, it's the serpent. <laughs> huh? And when God approaches you, and that's why I feel sorry for the West. Me, I've, I'm always traveling. I'm always in the UK. I'm going to other places, okay? And I know, say, sometimes comfort will let you forget your God it's a strategy the devil have used in the western countries america and all the other places in europe why because when everything is fine you don't need god you will not pray food is available accommodation is available even if you don't work the nation have a way to give you some small small social right at least you will not go hungry why do you have to go to God and pray? Some of you are here, you want to travel to the to the US. Why? Because life there is a bit better, huh? Because you don't you don't want Africa. But I can assure you, sir. I have friends. I remember when I went to school in the UK and I, I had friends who, who I met who were on fire for God in Ghana. They love God. They were in church. They were praying. And right now, if you listen to them, to them, the things they say. It surprises me. Because a friend of mine told me, Miranda, me, I can buy chicken with coins. What, what do I need? Sorry, I'm not a t- I'm Sorry, them. Africa And he despises us. As the Bible says, I say, I'll i use the foolish things of this world to confine the wise. The things that we, they are calling foolishness. That is making us poor. Those are the things God is going to confine them. Typical example is COVID. Hey, you may be rich and powerful, but when God begins to strike, no matter what you do, right now there is no cure for COVID. Is it? Right now there is a fourth dose, right? A fourth vaccination. Some of you have been. me, I have not been vaccinated? They've been pushing me to vaccinate. I won't vaccinate. Why? My body is automatically vaccinated by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. So when dread COVID, everybody was locking down. I was on Facebook inviting people to come here. Oh, because oh, you are too overzealous. And every COVID patient that came here left here healed, and none of the COVID came to me. This is the foolish things that will confine the wise. <laughs> it may seem foolish. Everybody is finding away. way. If you come out, you 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 get COVID. But when they come. Eh? I give them my hand. I put oil on my hand. I say, smell. Some of them, they can't smell Then then when I put the oil on their, on, their, on, on their nose, they start smelling the oil. I say, I'm healed. And all of them left healed. None of them. And me I, me, I say, it can affect me. I was never affected. I've never had COVID. But I'm always having in contact with people with COVID. How can you explain this? There's no science that can explain. Don't no, say, I'll use the foolish things. Yes, we may look foolish. Yes, we may look... We, 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 everything we do does not make sense. But there, because it doesn't make sense. That's why it's spiritual. Every spiritual thing does not have to make sense. They are working, but you are here praying in tongues and do your kala bara. They will laugh at you. Yes. But that is what is God is using to confine the wise. Hallelujah. So if you're in this place, Listen, things are working against you. Demons are working against you. Africa, they are here. Why? Because they are preventing you from knowing the true God. Hallelujah. Please don't compare yourself to anybody. Okay? There are some things that you go through. Some people may not go through that. Because why right now? Let me tell you something. The reason why witchcraft is very high here in Africa is that they want to control you. Hallelujah. Why? Because they want their will to be done, not God's will. So if you come to me and I don't deal with some of these issues, you go and come and go and come and your life will be frustrated. I know so many believers, even pastors are frustrated. Was it last week or two weeks? Last week, a pastor came to church. A pastor who has about 300 congregation. He came here. He came here, and when we were talking, I told him, ah, I saw, I see, say, you are holding the Bible. I said, I'm a pastor. I said, Are you aware? Say, in your, in your church, there is a rich craft organization inside your church. And he said, I don't know. And the Lord gave me the description of his church. I've never been there. And I gave the description of his church. I said, Yeah, that's the place. I said there are, there are two, two trees, and one of them is where they meet and they plan for the people in your church. I don't blame me why he didn't know. Do you know why? Because he's called to teach. He doesn't, he not necessarily have to know them of these. That's why you need somebody with a second eye, with a gift to be able to see some of these things. And remember that. These things, they are not you, they are human beings who have signed contract with the devil to harm others. Some of you have a dictionary. Go and type type witchcraft, okay? And give me the meaning of witchcraft. You have your mic with you. Because if you don't let you understand some of these things, eh? You know, you have to know what we are up against. If we don't know, we'll walk blindly. Even at our first nations. Hallelujah. Are you there? Please. What, what, what does it mean? Witchcraft. One. Day. Uh-huh. The use of sorcery or magic. The use of sorcery or magic. Uh huh. Two. Communication with the devil or with a familiar spirit. Communication with the devil or familiar spirit. What else? An irresistible influence or fascination. Irresistible influence or influence. You know there is a spirit of poverty that is enforced by witchcraft. You know Africa we are poor because we have this witchcraft enforcing poverty. Not that we can't break through, let me say we have gold. But you know, if you go to the mines right now, before you can get the gold, they will tell you, go to the abyss in the area, the god, or the fattest priest in the area, go and appease him before you can find gold. If you don't do it, you can never find gold. You will see the gold, but the gold will run away from you. Uh, don't you know the story? I'm sure you know it. And if you go, hey, Naraba, Kataraba, I can tell you, you not find the gold. Because, do you know why? Because they have made the gold. They have already cursed the gold. Because, how can you tell me, I have to go and bow to Satan before I can get gold? And what am I going to get out of the gold? Cursed. That's why we have gold, but we cannot use the gold to bless us. Let the white man come in and take the gold to his country. Because that thing is not there. Hmm? They they prosper with it, but we can't. But we went to bow to Satan. Nana, please, but go the E B and then bring this, bring that. One of one of our members called me. Was it was it Israel? You, I was talking to who told me want to do Galamse right? He went to do Galamse with his team, with a group of people, and they went to visit a, a shrine. And they told him, say, for you to get gold, I can give you a lot of gold, but. You need to sacrifice one of your team members. And Israel was the one we were going to sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Sacrifice one of your team members. If not, we're not going to give you gold. Those are the conditions for you to get a gold. And let me tell you something. If the gold comes, you can never prosper with it because it's already under a curse because the one who gave it to you is Satan. That's why, when Satan had the gust to speak to Jesus and said, If you bow to me, I'll give you the kingdoms of this world. Satan was telling Jesus, said, so Bow to me, I'll make you rich. You think Satan cannot make one rich? He can. He can make a nation rich and kill them and destroy them. And he said that he can make a nation poor. Do you know why? Because Adam and Eve gave their dominion to Satan to rule. That's why Christ has to come to redeem us. So when I say bow to me, and I give you the kingdoms of this world, if you bow, I can assure you, he can give you sakawa money, he can give you money, but you will die without mercy because money and riches, everything ends here. I can see some people wearing black. Why? Do you have a funeral in your home? You don't. Okay. You have a funeral? Somebody died? Somebody died? Somebody died? Okay. If the person had a lot of, let me use the word, lot of properties and all of that, where is he now? Or he, or she, where is he? The person is no longer. So when your focus is on what you can acquire and acquire and acquire and die, but let me tell you something. When, you, when this body dies, this body is just the housing of the engine, which is your spirit. Some of you have mobile phones, you see. The, 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 the body is not the phone, it's the engine that is the phone. The body can break, but the engine can still be working. This, your body, is only housing your spirit. Once this body dies, your spirit is still alive. It is going back to God. And when it goes to God, that's when you are going to be judged. Okay? Now you see the way I'm preaching. Now the message is, is, is not getting mixed to evangelistic, right? <laughs> Next one. The last one says rituals and practices that incorporate believe in magic and that are associated with and that are associated especially with new pagan traditions and religion and religion so witchcraft is a it's a it's a religion of fallen humanity fallen humanity and even other other uh, translation or other uh, for instance definition says that the use of spiritual power to harm at this. Because any spiritual, any witchcraft agenda is to harm. To kill. And they can kill you. Hallelujah. There was a woman who was in the US who was talking to me. And since she went to the US, nothing has worked for her. Nothing. she go to work. Three months, something will happen. They have to let her come back. Somebody was using witchcraft sorcery against her, and when I told her, she didn't even believe it. Because she's not used to that. If you go to US and Europe, you don't hear witchcraft. Do you? Some of you who have been there, you don't hear those things. So if I tell you witchcraft, it's like, oh, what is it? <laughs> Hallelujah. And she didn't believe it. And I said, Look, if we don't pray, eh, they have bought cancer for you. And the cancer is already coming. By six months, you are going to be on chemotherapy. Oh, I declare in the name of Jesus, nothing will happen. And it's here, not when you cancer. You see, sometimes when the Lord shows us some of these things, you have to receive it and allow the Holy Spirit to help you pray so that you can get out of this. She got a the cancer that she called me. Now she knows. Now that you are believing me, now. Now the cancer has already come. And one thing is about these people when the doctors they declare you cancer, they will put you, begin to put you on drugs, on drugs, on drugs. Even when we pray for you, they will still come. Say, continue with your therapy. I haven't heard from her. Maybe, I don't know whether she's still alive. Hallelujah. Sometimes you don't know because those things, it has been done through spiritual means. But they, they put a date and a time waiting for it to manifest. That's how they do it. too. They will put a date, they put a time, waiting for it to manifest. And when it manifests, that's it. That's why it's good. When we see it, we we'll stop it. Okay? So that's the opposite of what we do and what they do. They are to have others. We are to save others. So between us and them, there is always a conflict. Some of you have been coming here. you see me deliver people and the witch who is doing it will come and speak through the person and say, say, who are you? I will destroy him. I will kill him. I will do this. Right? You've seen it before. Because the assignment is to control Your life, whether for you to live or for you to die. Whether for you to become sick or for you to be healthy. That's the power of witchcraft, to control you. Hallelujah. But you see, if you want to know the difference between God and Satan, hmm, one thing about God, God does not interfere with your will. God will never force you to do anything. Or say, I've given you life and death. You make the choice. Choose one, whether you want to die, it's up to you. If you want to live, but Satan doesn't give you that choice. So Satan wants you to die and he will make sure you die. He will not give you that chance. Also, the thoughts I have for you, they are good, they are not evil. To give you a hope and a future, right? And that's God's thoughts for you. But Satan's thoughts is to destroy your future, destroy your life. Hallelujah. And they use some of these things. They use sorcery. They use divination. They use a whole lot. Was it yesterday, Monday? I went to Accra and I was there something that is very, very. In fact, I was very angry when I was in the plane. Like I got to Kumasi. Somebody is building a house. And I went there. Only to find somebody has put sorcery in the, a family member who does not have the money to build and the younger sister is building out of jealousy he went to plant sorcery. I you, when I got there, I found it. When I brought it out, it will surprise you, the things I saw. You can see a dead, skeletal, a friend saying, animal. And she said, it's, it's so disgusting. Do you know what they planned? They planned that when the woman comes to Ghana and goes to the house to sleep there, the woman should become sick and out of the sickness she die. So if God had not revealed this, she would have come from the, from, from, from from abroad Go into the house. The moment she gets to the house, she can stop getting sick. And such sickness, let me tell you, no amount of medicine can cure it. Because it was done in the spirit, it can only take spiritual means to stop it. Hallelujah! And if you don't know, I thank God. This one, I have chance on it. It means that we have to be alert. So I've told her, I said, "No. When the project is finished, we are going to do spiritual fumigation." Because before you come up to make sure that the whole place is washed. Spiritually, you have physical washing on. Hallelujah. Because so many people, and I've said it here before, for the sake of those who didn't hear this testimony, I'm going to tell you, a very good friend of mine, I had not seen her for a year. And one time I called her and said, you know, I've been sick for one year. I was like, what's wrong? you know what they did to her? Her private area, they put some boils there to close up the hole that she can't urinate. She can't do anything. Can you imagine? And at the moment <laughs> they put medicine on it and the bus, it, 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 it starts again. For a whole year, when I went to her house, she was so lean. You know what they did It because her workplace. Somebody wants her position. Somebody came to her house and planted sorcery in her house. when I went there, the Lord took me out to go outside the house. And I went to the house, I was looking for, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? I said, There's something planted here. Take the place. And I doubt. I saw something they have planted on the ground. And what they have planted, I saw her name a date of birth, and what they wanted to do, and the description of what should happen to her. It was everything written on paper, and they are filled with something, some, some disgusting thing. And I went to uproot it. <clears throat> I prayed, set them ablaze, and I went back, and I prayed for her, and I said, your problem is solved. A week later, the world that bastard on that day they didn't grow again. Right now she's fine. You see. And and I'm sure, I'm very, very sure, when I did this, they were not happy. But they didn't get the assignment fulfilled. So they'll come after me. Hallelujah. They'll come after me. There are so many things. There are countless things like what I saw yesterday. I, have, I also have a friend. The same thing, Papa. I mean, this lady we grew together. I was in school when I came back to Ghana, and I saw her. I was not happy. She has gone so. I don't know how to even describe her. She's been sick for the past thirteen years since her father died. All oh, the reason why she was sick is the father gave her a house. A big house. I the father I was very rich, and a family member came who has the spirit of witchcraft. Who has been given a sat a by Satan. Who have been communicating with Satan. Said, please, I have come to come and say I want a place to stay. Can you let me stay here? Oh, no problem. There are many rooms. And in that night, she had access to her clothes that she has hung on the line one of them, found some, one of her chalewati, her slippers, and added some sorcery and some stuff in it, and went straight into the woman's garden, a very big garden, went straight to the garden and planted it there. I didn't know this until I went there, because she had called me I, when I saw her. I didn't know what was wrong with her. I thought it was maybe normal sickness, but the right time she called me and said, I've been in bed for six good months. I can't move. My sickness has gone worse. That made me go there. When I went there, it was a sad thing to see. Just lying in bed. She put on the bed, weary on the bed, eat on the bed. It's sad. I went there and I met a pastor too. A master was there was praying for him every praying for her every day. So when I went, the Lord told me, Your auntie, and I mentioned the auntie's name. It was called AC or somebody. Now, mention the name, Says she came to stay here on this date, blah, blah. I said, Yeah, I remember. And I said, He did something in your garden. I you have to go and, and spoil it before you can be free. <laughs> and our doctors have done everything. She was even going, going on a dialysis. Because everything about her body has failed her kidney has failed, her, her liver has failed, everything has failed. Just lying, waiting for her death. Now you see what I was talking about, about the pastoral giftings. There was a pastor there. Why didn't the pastor pray? Because he has not been called to do that. He was called to teach you the way. But they themselves have not even experienced the way. (laughs) Hallelujah. And that's not make him fake. No, that's how God has made him. It does not make me more powerful. No, that's how God has made me. So I went into the garden and I dug into the garden. But it's a big garden. Can you imagine? If the Lord had not shown me, in fact, I almost gave up because I was going through. I was wearing a white top and then, I think it was and a bright trousers. All my shoes and everything became mad. Even the pastor didn't even accompany me. So the place is too muddy. they see, this ministry—if you don't have love, you can't do it. If you see there's somebody's situation, eh? they say, okay, say, hey. I went there, I made myself de Fine. Yes, I did. but finally the Lord showed me, said, "This is the place, dark." And I started digging. And I found it. I managed to get some petrol and some matches, I prayed, got an oil on it, burned them, and I went straight back to her bedroom. said sister. You are free. All you demons enforcing this sickness, come out of her. And immediately she started rolling on the the, the bed. And when finally she sucked on the bed, for the last six months, this woman has not got out of the bed. She got up, said, I want to weary. And she walked herself to her bathroom. (laughs) What herself to the bathroom. And she stayed there for more than 15 minutes. I was like, All, right, I to so. <laughs> All the sickness, she had to wee everything out. These things, they are here in Africa. Don't overlook it. Okay? Me, from experience, at least for me, I've seen it. I know somebody, uh, he has bought a house. Mm? He has bought a house. Oh, oh Tiabrocheo. He has given the house to his sister, who is a witch, to stay in the house. And the sister says, I will never let you come and sleep in this house. And they will do it and it will work. I say, I will never let you come and stay in this house. And do you know what they will do? They will plant their altar in the house. Ah, Was it three weeks ago, there was a young lady I was praying for who came here. How How many of you were here? This lady, you were here. And this lady... Her father is in Germany also. Built a big house. Gave to the sister who has the spirit of witchcraft. He said, I will never let my brother enjoy this house. Meanwhile, your brother is helping you. Your brother, listen, these people who have a satanic power, they don't have any conscience of love. The conscience they have is evil. If they don't do evil, they will not sleep. Until they perform evil. And guess what? The brother came to Ghana. And guess what? The brother will come home. And in five minutes, the brother will leave the house. The brother will go and be walking as if he's a mad person. He will go, Why? he will not come and be here three days. And he come back. He come back in five minutes, he leaves again. <laughs> and he said, the father told, told the daughter, I'm not coming back to Ghana. And the man has left. you know why he can't come to Ghana? Because the house has been taken over already. Somebody is now owning the house. And there is somebody here, as I'm speaking now, somebody right here has a similar problem. Right now, somebody here has a similar problem. And this one, the person, I'll mention the name. The person who wants to take over the house. Her name is Dorothy. Why? Because the person has some power from Satan. And they believe in that power from Satan to the point that they use it. And let me tell you something it works. May I not come here and say, oh, Satan, let me tell you, Satan, God gave him power. And i say the gift of God is without repentance. God does take the power away from Satan. He didn't. That's why Satan saw himself very powerful and he said, I want to be like God because he was powerful. I want to be like God. And now, you think Satan didn't succeed to be like God? Still, it's not God, but he is like, because he also has followers. People are worshipping him. That's why Jesus, he told Jesus to come and worship him. I said, man, everybody, the whole world is worshipping me. I dictate to the world. So you come on board. So people are joining Illuminati, people are joining occult, Freemason. If you, if you, you go through the history of, 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 uh, of, of U.S., 14 of their presidents are Freemasons. Three oh! you know why? because when you join them you become powerful in society because Satan made them like that It's a contract he' signed with them but no has anybody seen Satan before? Has anybody seen God before but their work is something your eye can never see. It takes spiritual eyes, spiritual understanding to be able to know this. hallelujah. So today, we're going to pray. You may stand to your feet, please.
0: Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. as erica say and love encounter faith walk and on youtube as erica say and faith walk love email us at faithworklove at gmail.com call us on 275 love encounter faith walk ministries